and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one hilarious page of Talmud a day. Of the many pleasures of reading the Talmud carefully, a chief one is getting what so often feels like the backstory, the real deal on biblical tales you thought you knew, like watching a really great episode of Behind the Music. Today's stuff, Megillah 16, is one for the ages. It retells the story of Megillat Esther, more or less, the book of Esther, adding a bunch of details the original somehow neglected to mention. There's name-calling and shenanigans and a whole bunch of poop. It's so body and so hilarious, I didn't dare approach it myself. Instead, I phoned the funniest person I know, Reb Judy Gold, the brilliant comic and writer and thinker and all-around badass Jew. Because she's so smart and funny, I asked her to read the story and retell it to you, riffing on it not only as a proud Jew, but also as a proud comedian. Here then, in all her glory, is Judy Gold telling us the unknown story of Mordechai and Haman. Have a listen. Hey everyone, it's Judy Gold and Liel asked me to talk about Megillah 16 because he is lazy, as we all know. And I think because it's so funny. Now, Megillah 16, also known as Megillah 16, is a story about, I guess, punching up, role reversal, being over the top. Now, I don't know why I would be tasked with talking about a story that's over the top, but (laughs) I guess. Anyway, so the important points here are that Mordechai saves King Ahasuerus's life, okay? And by the way, I just want everyone to know that when, during the Purim carnivals when I was growing up, all the girls wanted to dress up as Queen Esther, and I, Judy Gold, wanted to dress up like King Ahasuerus, and then later, years later when I came out of the closet, everyone was surprised that I was gay. <laughs> okay? Esther, who is the queen of all queens, by the way, after Mordechai saves Ahasuerus's life and they decide to have a big parade for him, Esther calls around to make sure all the barbers are closed, okay? Because Haman, by trade, was a barber and then became very wealthy and a jerk. But that's another point. Anyway, so Haman is the only one available to shave and bathe Mordechai. So here we have the role reversal, which I love because you know what? It's called punching up, baby. You got to shave me, you got to bathe me, and wipe my tuchus. So after Mordecai is shaved and bathed, he needs to get on the horse to go through the town to uh, be honored for saving the king's life. Now, here's the thing. Haman is, is driving the horse, and Mordecai has to get on the horse, but he pretends to be weak, and he's all bent over, And this way, he has to stand on Haman (laughs) to get on top of the horse. He uses Haman. He steps on top of Haman to get on that horse. Now, I don't know about you, but that kind of reminds me of every Jewish mother. You know, the pretending of the weakness. You know, like like my favorite Jewish mother joke, which, of course, is how many Jewish mothers does it take to screw in a light bulb? None. I'll sit in the dark. And by the way, my mother constantly, whenever she didn't want to deal with anything, would say, you know what? I'm dizzy. I'm dizzy right now. So this is brilliant that he puts Haman in this position. Okay. And 
these are great digs. That's what's so comedic about it. He's digging. It's like a really good joke. Anyway, Mordechai is on the uh, horse. This is my favorite part. Mordechai is on the horse. Haman is is driving the horse, steering the horse. You know what? We don't ride horses. We're Jews. Like, did anyone, any equestrian Jews listening to this? No. Did we take riding lessons? No. It's for the goyim. Anyway, so Haman is driving the horse, and his daughter sees the horse coming and, of course, thinks (laughs) that her lovely father, Haman, is the one being saluted at the parade and being honored at the parade. So she takes a bucket of and throws it at the front of the horse and hits her father. She throws a bucket of feces on her father and is so distraught that she falls off the building and dies. Okay? What a tragedy. You take a bucket of feces and then you die. That's the last thing you smell before you die. Okay? So the daughter, assuming that her father is the one being honored because, you know, God only knows a Jew would never be honored. You know what? Here's the deal. All of these things that Mordecai did really put Haman in his place. And that's what a good joke does. You know what I'm saying? A good joke will speak truth to power. And it shows you that humor is such a weapon. It is such a weapon. Yes, it, it, it brings us together and we all laugh. But, you know, Jews have used humor to get out of so many situations and to make other people like us. But when you use it to get back at people, come on, there's no greater feeling. There's no greater feeling. So I just want to say I love you, Mordecai. Esther's the queen. I hope you enjoyed my very, very theological and brilliant analysis of Megillah 16. You know, I love being a Jew. That's all I have to say. I love being a Jew. So you know what? Next time you're bored, reverse your role. Be someone else, because it's probably a lot more fun. I gotta go take my antidepressant now. Shalom! This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia, with help from Quinn Waller. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon. Oh,